This message comes from NPR sponsor Noom. Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, helps you build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. Check out The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Dave Mattingly. Nikki Haley says she's staying in the race for the Republican presidential nomination despite her latest loss to Donald Trump. The former president defeated Haley in her home state of South Carolina on Saturday by 20 points. Haley has yet to win a GOP contest as Trump moves closer to securing the party's presidential nomination. Michigan's primary is tomorrow. A conservative super PAC backed by the Koch Donor Network says it stopped spending to support Haley. NPR's Sarah McCammon has more. The Americans for Prosperity Super PAC, AFP, announced its support for Haley in November, saying it believed a majority of Republican voters were ready to move on from Trump. In a new memo, AFP Action says the group wholeheartedly supports Haley's plan to keep campaigning, but, quote, given the challenges in the primary states ahead, we don't believe any outside group can make a material difference to widen her path to victory. The memo says AFP will focus its funding on U.S. House and Senate races. In a statement, Haley's campaign called AFP an ally in the fight for freedom and conservative government and said the campaign raised more than $1 million in the day after the South Carolina primary. It added, quote, we have plenty of fuel to keep going. Sarah McCammon, NPR News. The Biden administration says the Israeli military needs a plan to protect civilians in the Palestinian city of Rafah before potentially launching an offensive there targeting Hamas. Here's NPR's Joe Hernandez. Israel's latest offensive could see its military invade the southern Gaza city of Rafah that's currently home to more than one million Palestinians. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told NBC's Meet the Press that Israel should devise a plan to safeguard civilians before an invasion. We do not believe that an operation, a major military operation, should proceed in Rafah unless there is a clear and executable plan to protect those civilians, to get them to safety, and to feed, clothe, and house them. And we have not seen a plan like that. Meanwhile, talks are ongoing in Egypt and elsewhere on a potential ceasefire plan that could result in the release of Israelis and Palestinians being held captive. Joe Hernandez, NPR News. The group Human Rights Watch says Israel is not complying with an order from the U.N.'s top court to provide humanitarian aid to Palestinian civilians in the Gaza Strip. That order was issued by the International Court of Justice in The Hague a month ago. Israel denies restricting the flow of relief supplies. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky says 31,000 of his country's soldiers have been killed since Russia invaded Ukraine two years ago. He says that number is far less than the estimates given by Russian President Vladimir Putin. This is NPR News. Hungary's parliament is scheduled to vote today on whether to ratify Sweden's bid to join NATO. Hungary is the only member of the 31-nation alliance that has yet to formally endorse Sweden's application. It's been held up by internal political disagreements within the country's parliament, as well as Hungary's prime minister, Viktor Orban, being an ally of Putin. Supporters of Brazil's former far-right president turned out by the thousands yesterday to show their support to the ex-leader. NPR's Kerry Khan says he's under federal investigation into whether he planned to overthrow the government after he lost his re-election bid in 2022. 
Former President Jair Bolsonaro told supporters stretching for blocks down the iconic Paulista Avenue in Sao Paulo that he's being politically persecuted. Bolsonaro says he never plotted a coup. A coup puts tanks on the streets. It has weapons and a conspiracy. None of that happened in Brazil, he said. Sunday's rally was the largest conservative gathering since Bolsonaro's supporters ransacked the capital after the inauguration of current president leftist Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. Bolsonaro is barred from politics until 2030 and had his passport confiscated. Kerry Kahn, NPR News, Sao Paulo. The chief executive at AT&T says the company plans to credit the accounts of wireless customers affected by last week's nationwide service outage. They'll receive $5. I'm Dave Mattingly in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash NPR.